0: Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help you lose weight, feel great, get healthier, and live longer, better. So today's going to be about diabetes, an even more prevalent problem, prediabetes. The current statistic is that over 11% of the population has outright diabetes, much of it is even undiagnosed, so probably a lot more than that. And even more troubling is 96 million of us, that's more than one in three Americans, now have pre-diabetes, and that was in 2019. Now, post-COVID, when people are a good 10, 20 pounds or even more over what they were then, the statistics haven't caught up, but common sense tells me that we have a big problem looming in our future. But the good news is it is reversible and it isn't rocket science. So today I'm going to tell you about the hormones of diabetes, focusing mostly on type 2 diabetes. So what you can do to control it better and maybe even reverse it with diet and lifestyle. This week, also on social, if you follow me, you saw that, you know, under Dr. Deb Ford forward slash good earth, I gave a lot of tips on what you can also do that are going to be helpful. But blood sugar, it keeps us alive and well, keeps us strong, capable, happy. And you must balance blood sugar levels for overall health and well-being. Several hormones are going to play a significant role. The Most common one you think of, of course, is insulin. But also intricately involved is glucagon, cortisol, melatonin, and even various inflammatory hormones. And then, of course, the protein, C-reactive protein, HSCRP that you might see in your blood work. Today, I'm going to help you understand how these hormones function and explore strategies to maintain them effectively. The first lo- hormone is insulin, labeled the blood sugar regulator. Insulin is a hormone produced by the beta cells in the pancreas that essential for blood sugar control. When you consume carbohydrates, sugars, starches, From grains, from fruits, from beans, legumes, especially, but also vegetables. Your body breaks down all of those plants and in, then you're gonna, your body's gonna make glucose out of it. That is the one that gets into the bloodstream. Insulin acts like a tiny little key on each cell that unlocks it. That allows the glucose to get inside where it helps the cell use it for energy production or, and this is really important, stored for later use. Since it allows glucose to go into the cell from the bloodstream, insulin lowers blood sugar levels. People with blood sugar problems may either have not enough insulin or impaired insulin, insulin resistance. So that leads to high blood sugar levels. You know, this can be corrected by, or this can be caused simply from eating too many carbs at each meal and snack, more than the body can handle. That's one reason. There can be other reasons, but that that's the biggest one by far. Then the next hormone is glucagon, one of my favorites. It is the unsung hero that people with blood sugar issues need to get to know really well because its job is to counterbalance insulin's effect. Glucagon, also produced by the pancreas and the alpha cells, it it's another part and it acts kind of opposite to insulin. When blood sugars to start to just drop a little bit, glucagon's released. And oh boy, this is the cool part. It stimulates the liver to convert stored glycogen into glucose. So this gently raises blood sugar level, keeping you on even keel. This process can get a little sluggish if you have over-consumed carbs for a long period of time. may take a little bit of while for you to get metabolically flexible. That's a term I love. You know, your your body can kind of get stuck in the storage mode rather than the burning mode. You know, and glucagon gets you burning what you stored. That's why it's my friend. Fat everywhere is mobilized, and the first dibs comes from the liver. That's why non-alcoholic fatty liver disease can be reversed in 4 to 12 weeks. This is PubMed research all over the place with proper diet. I should shout this from the rooftop because so many people go around with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and don't know what to do. When you understand the wonderful interplay between insulin and glucagon, you have the key not only to balance blood sugar, but a heck of a lot of other problems come come up from just eating more carbs than the body needs. Oh boy, the next hormone is really important these days, cortisol, that stress hormone. It's produced by the adrenal glands and plays a really important part in a lot of body functions, but really important in blood sugar regulation. When you're under stress, cortisol levels rise, triggering the release of glucose into the bloodstream, giving you immediate energy for that fight and flight response. Okay. I love this analogy. Think of the ancient humans walking around and then they see they're being stalked from the grasses by a lion. Oh boy. When they become aware of this, adrenaline begins to surge, causing the blood sugar to rise to energize the muscles. Heart rate increases as the body is preparing for the emergency. We call it fight or flight because that's what the body's preparing to do, to fight it out or to flee. And you need blood sugar feeding those muscles. Okay. So today, chronic stress is keeping that cortisol elevated all day and all night. Can you imagine what a horrible effect this has on the body? Sleep suffers, digestion suffers, immunity suffers, sex hormones suffer, but on our topic today, it's just leading to elevated blood sugar levels and a huge increase in insulin resistance. I had a personal experience with this one. You know, it was in a particularly stressful time and my fasting blood sugar jumped 10 points. I monitor things. So, you know, and, and it was still in totally normal range, but still that was a clue that my body was getting out of balance. Now you may still think, Oh, it's normal. Don't worry about it. But the body gives clues when it isn't really well. I say it whispers at first. And then the body's voice gets louder and louder until it is shouting and you have no choice but to listen. Okay, so now next I want to just talk, touch a bit on a protein, not a hormone, but I need to touch on HSCRP and other inflammatory hormones. HSCRP stands for highly sensitive C-reactive protein. It is just a marker of inflammation in the body. Basically, when there's any inflammation present, the body releases various inflammatory compounds as a healthy response. This can be chronic, coming from a bad diet. The standard American diet is like chronically inflammatory and that that has a snowball effect. The chronic inflammation interferes with insulin signals and how insulin's working. And that leads to high blood sugar. You know, some of these compounds have pretty descriptive names and they tell you what they do. One is called the tumor necrosis factor alpha. Yeah. So bad diet, inflammation, tumor necrosis factor alpha. Inflammatory markers are in, again, the body whispering that bigger problems are coming along with blood sugar, if you don't get them under control. We know that these inflammatory markers accompany high blood sugar, but also a heck of a lot of other things, including heart problems and blood vessel problems. So, okay, now the fun part. What can you do? And the beauty is that what you do for blood sugar control is the same thing you do for brain health, nervous system health, detoxification, hormone health, everything, energy. Better better energy, less fatigue, better digestion, everything, every cell in your body will be happy when you take care of blood sugar. And unfortunately, it's not just a magic bullet. You know, maintaining balanced blood sugar levels requires a multifaceted approach. And here are some strategies to help control the hormones involved in blood sugar regulation. You know, my number one thing's got to be diet. You got to opt for a diet rich in whole, unprocessed foods. And I'm talking lean, healthy, non-processed, lean meat, healthy fats, complex carbohydrates, avoiding sugars, refined grains, processed foods, maybe cutting way back on grains and beans may be important first, maybe eating a little more, more protein may be important too. But anti-inflammatory foods to incorporate include deep colored fruits, a modest amount, ample colorful vegetables, and omega-3 fats from either fatty fish and nuts. Uh, but you can also get it from hemp and flaxseed. Got to get those in your diet. You know, I'm going to say just avoid, not minimize, but avoid all processed foods, flour, sugary beverages, and excessive alcohol consumption. They all contribute to inflammation. And did you know that flour raises blood sugar more than pure sugar? It is so finely ground that it just screams into the bloodstream. Okay. Second thing, regular exercise, engaging in regular physical activity makes those insulin receptors really sensitive. Okay. And the best, according to latest research, is the HIT training, high intensity interval training. It is the queen for insulin control. Third thing, stress management. Everybody's got a little bit of stress. You know, we got to get things done. But chronic stress is not good. We need to manage it with things like oh, deep breathing, regular relaxation, meditation, mindfulness. All of those have a huge impact on cortisol and therefore blood sugar regulation. Number four, adequate sleep. Oh boy, we really do need to prioritize sleep. Aiming for seven to nine hours of uninterrupted sleep. I measure my own nightly. I wear the Aura Ring and I aim for high scores each night. If I get a crown... Matter of fact, two crowns. I start my day on fire. So important for regulating cortisol and insulin. Everything. Fifth thing, which really kind of goes along with everything much more easily, is weight management. You know, maintaining a healthy weight is just going to be an offshoot of all those other things we d- we talked about. It it just happens automatically. Remember that hormone, glucagon? Well, it gets in there and helps you burn that fat right off the waistline. Easy peasy. And, you know, I think it's very important to monitor your health. Regular labs really are important to see what's really going on. Blood levels of your blood sugar, hormone function, and overall health. It's going to detect any imbalances or early signs that conditions may be getting a little out of hand that you may get on top of. Remember, the body whispers for a long time before it starts to talk louder and louder and then begins to scream, and we don't want that. You know, if you are on medication or under treatment for diabetes or other conditions, you know, closely work with your healthcare provider, and they're going to help You develop an appropriate treatment plans. Sometimes medications are necessary, but diet and lifestyle are the foundation first. If you don't get that right, everything is going to be nearly impossible. Okay, so I like to use gentle herbs. You know, I I love green tea. According to research, meta-analysis, consumption of green tea is associated with decreased fasting blood sugar levels, and lower hemoglobin A1c. Curcumin. You know, it's my fave. You know, that BCM95 from Terry Naturally. I love curcumin. Individuals with type 2 diabetes that received 500 milligram of the extract up to three times a day for 10 weeks had lower fasting blood sugar and hemoglobin A1c. Korean red ginseng. Individuals, studies on individuals with type 2 diabetes had Lower fasting blood sugar, improved insulin resistance, better triglycerides, cholesterol, and LDL was healthier. Cinnamon, people with type 2 diabetes that took in either one gram, three grams, or six grams of cinnamon, reduced fasting blood sugar, triglycerides, LDL, and cholesterol. Then Gymnema love it in so many ways. In India, it literally translates to sugar destroyer, and it's been used for their diabetics forever as a treatment. It also works for type one diabetics, which is incredible. That is on the beta cells. So, oh my gosh. So many people use it for cravings with really good results. Gymnema leaf extracts has This one peptide, Guarmin, G-U-A-R-M-I-N, and that is found to interfere with the ability to taste sweet on the taste buds. So if you can't taste sugar, you're probably going to limit your intake of it, and that helps with weight loss. Next, fenugreek seeds. Last and not least, people taking 10 grams of fenugreek seed soaked in hot water Every day took that for six months, had a significant reduction in fasting blood sugar and hemoglobin, hemoglobin A1C. And just about all of these where you're going to see lower blood sugar, you're also going to see lower cholesterol triglycerides and HD or LDL cholesterol, HDL unaffected. Of course, if you're on medications, please check with your doctor and monitor. And monitoring, speaking of that, I love the continuous glucose monitor, my Cg- CGM. I've used it myself and I was able to document certain foods, what they did to my blood sugar in real time. No waiting for 12 hours. That isn't any good. You know, and I really think on an important note, we're all different and respond differently to different foods. You know, some may have no effect at all from a banana. Others are going to see a crazy spike in blood sugar after eating a banana. That's why I think a CGM is so important for anyone looking to improve and understand their blood sugar levels. Many of my colleagues use them in their weight loss program. And if you're interested in a CGM, contact me directly. So I hope you see That balancing those hormones involved in blood sugar regulation like insulin, glucagon, cortisol, HSCRP, inflammatory hormones, so important for maintaining optimal health. It starts with adopting the holistic approach, anti-inflammatory diet, healthy weight, regular exercise, stress management, adequate sleep. All of those go a long way. So thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope it helped you or someone you love. If you'd like to listen again, you can go to my website, debford.com, or on iTunes listed under Today's Nutrition. If you need help getting into a healthier lifestyle, I invite you to join my membership where we meet via Zoom weekly to help guide you, support you, and provide just that little bit of accountability that can make all the difference. Have a tremendous day and remember to take really good care of yourself.